Hey everybody, this is Dr. Eudine and welcome to Conversations with Dr. Eudine. And this is where we talk about the challenges, the triumphs, the joy of health, getting older, getting older and bolder. And maybe we'll learn something or maybe it's just a conversation. Today, I have a really, really special guest today. Those of you who know me already know who she is. Those of you who do not, I'm going to introduce my mom, Celia, and we're just going to have a conversation. So uh, we invite you to sit in, listen to our conversation, and please don't forget to leave your comments and let us know what you would like to hear about most. So tell me something. So my mom is... Um, I'm not going to tell her age because women don't tell their age, huh? <laughs> but she's older than me. Let's just say that. But quite some time ago, she decided to explore and just kind of jump right in to vegetarianism, kind of a pescatarian um, type diet. Um, I know many of you out there, you're actually thinking about plant-based diets because you've heard so much about it. So we're just going to kind of chat about what that experience was for her. It's going to be different for everybody. Everybody's going to find their own path with it. Everybody's going to have to navigate it for themselves. But it's really interesting to kind of listen to other people's perspective, perhaps on how they did it, some of the challenges they faced, how they overcame those challenges. And maybe it might help us on our journey, whatever that health journey looks like. So Welcome, 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 welcome. Celia, Thank you mom. For me. Um, <laughs> so I know a long time ago you really decided that you were. You said you woke up one day and the, the smell of chicken and meat was just really bad and overwhelming to you. And that was a day that it sounded like you just, you know, it was like a switch went off, and you decided, you know what, I'm going to stop all meats. So tell me, like, what prompted that? And uh, what were the thoughts that were going through your mind at that time? Well, uh, first I uh, decided to delete pork. And that was from way back when you yes. were very young. And uh, we were living on like an estate in the Caribbean islands. And we had chickens, dogs, pigs. Okay. And um, we had this pig that was like another pet, like a dog. Mm. And um, then we decided, oh, we're going to have this pig for dinner one night. <laughs> so while the, the preparing the pig and the pig was, the, the meat was cooking in the, in the oven, baking it, I just fainted. Because wow. all I could see was little piggy running around in the yard. Wow. So I decided from then, you know, I have to be revived and all that. So it really affected me. Wow. So I decided, okay, I'm not going to eat pork wow. anymore because of this. Wow. But then I still enjoy chicken and steak and, 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 thing, and uh, other meats. But then... One day, uh, many years after, I went to my favorite uh, supermarket and parking in the parking lot, they usually, they had uh, what is 
rotisserie chicken. Mm, mm -hmm. And as you parked in the parking lot, mm -hmm. all you could smell is this foul smell that mm -hmm. the chicken was rotted or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's when they decided to rotisserie it. Mm. I just couldn't get out the car. I got back in the car and drove away. And then I just decided I'm done with all meats. I'm not going to have any meats anymore. And that was it. And um, it was not easy uh, just switching to from meats, just mm -hmm. cut it out completely. But then I started focusing on the fish, uh, the, all the, the shrimps and all the seafood items. Mm -hmm. And it, it was hard cutting the meats out in, in the beginning. But mm -hmm. after a time, I didn't miss it and it became like a norm. Mm. That's me. interesting because you, you told that story about the pig. And that's a story I didn't mm. even learn until now. Mm. I mean, that's not something I've ever heard mm. before. Mm. I just know that growing up, we didn't have pork. And uh, so it's, it's interesting to learn the reason behind why why that was and um because it, it it would seem like a little bit overwhelming for for that to happen and so what i'm hearing is that when you decided to change it had nothing to really do with health factors with health for you. factors no. it was not initially the process that drove you to 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 just get away from 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 eating meats and primarily uh, right. focusing on, on seafood. Because I remember that we didn't really grow up eating uh, a, a lot of steaks That's either. True. And so I kind of grew up not really having any of those like pork, pork and, and steak, steak and, and that sort of stuff. And yeah. it was primarily um, uh, poultry and, and fish, fish that uh, we grew up um, having and, and, uh, and, and living there. Of course, there was a lot of plants and stuff and like plants, that, that, yes. that you would eat and a, lot, and a lot of fruits that, that you would eat. And um, I can't remember being too sick was, right. the, was the, the thing. <laughs> so there's a lot of people, when they start exploring this kind of different eating for a variety of reasons, reasons. and everybody's reason is different. A lot of people jump in because of health reasons, right. jump in because maybe their cholesterol is high, their blood pressure is high, something mm -hmm. like that. Um, they do kind of experience um, challenges because it's really difficult to change the way you've been eating all mm -hmm. along, especially if it's something that you enjoy doing and it's difficult to keep it balanced. Now, one of the things that come up a lot for people is that how do you get like enough um, protein in there? Because I know you do eat seafood and that has it, but I also know that you don't do that like every day. And right. a lot of times, a lot of your eating currently is kind of plants. plants right. So the question always comes up, like how do you make plants like uh, a protein? Like how do you get enough of that. How do you make it interesting? How do you make it like tasty? So they kind of tell us some of the things that, that you do to kind of make your eating, um, flavorful, you know, as a lot of people would like to say. <laughs> well, um, I, I like to do my own gardening. So I grow a lot of, um, herbs and spices and things like that. So, and peppers, I love a little spice in my food, which makes it interesting. And um, so I'll take all my fresh herbs and um, blend it together with um, 
peppers and olive oil and vinegar and use that for the flavoring on on the the, the fish and things like that. And beans, I love beans. The lima beans, the white beans, the um, chickpeas, the um, the pigeon peas, as we call it, back in the islands, and all those beans. And I did a lot of research on the so to see what has most proteins, mm-hmm, what has mm-hmm. most starch, and things like that. And then I focused on those beans and and veggies. I love the broccoli, the cauliflower, and the spinach, and all that. So. Just by researching and see what has more proteins than the other. The red beans, I know, they're very good, but the red beans don't agree with me, or the black beans. So those I keep out of my diet, but all the other beans, right. I think. And I, 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 I do them in different ways. I'll make um, a veggie burger. I'll take the beans with beets and make hummus. And I do different things to to make it interesting and 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 satisfying. Yeah. Well, that's great because what I what I'm hearing is that you can kind of flavor it the way you want to. Yes. Because many people just assume that you can only flavor meats, but the truth of the matter is you can kind of do vegetables okay. do, the, the way do. you want to, and yes. nothing really kind of tastes good like fresh herbs and and, and spices, yes. and they're really not costly, you would right, say, right? right it's, it's something right. that even if you don't live on a, in a place that has, has outdoors to plant, some herbs really, really do well, well indoors. In, indoors in at, pots and yes. Yeah. Yes. And, um, and, and even garlic and garlic gives, I, I love garlic. Sometimes I roast it to get uh, a different flavor if I'm making hummus or something. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I just put it in the, in the blend. Mm-hmm. of the seasonings to, to yeah. get the taste of it. Yeah. I'm telling you, her stuff is really good, y'all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I know she. you also like lentils uh, yeah, I love a lot. Lentils. And, and yes. one of the things about lentils is like one of the few things that's like a complete protein. Um, and one of the things I know about you as well is that you can't really have soy. So tofu and right. those kind of things, things are out for oh, you right. in terms of you know, getting a protein protein. source because it is a complete um, protein. And we can talk about the processing and all of that uh, uh, later. But I love the fact that you're saying that you really just kind of have to experiment, right? And see, see what you like Like and how you like like to, to prepare it. And even if you're not up to doing your, your own research, you can talk to somebody who's kind of knowledgeable in this, in this arena. So you talk to me or you can talk to your nutritionist, um, because it's really important. Yeah. To get all of that. Cause as we get older, we do need a protein, but studies are showing us we also need a lot of plant-based foods. Right. Right. So I love, I love that. And she has such creative such creative recipes yes. that um, I steal some of them all the time <laughs> in terms of how you prepare that. So in terms of your health, though, a lot of people think that you start feeling weaker and all of these kind of things when you switch over to plant-based because you don't have 
a lot of animal um, type protein. And it, it is true that, you know, like vitamin B12, for example, exactly. is, is primarily found right. in, in, in those in kind those of meat sources. And so one of those things you have to watch mm -hmm. out for. Right. And it's pretty easy, right? Get a get, B12 get, level get, measured and, and take B12 and, and if you need take it. take a supplement right. if you need it. So yes. tell me, how, did you find that it impacted your energy level in, in any way, your ability to do anything, your your digestion, any any of that, like good and bad. I mean, we want to hear all about yeah. it. Well, I, I think that um, your, your energy level, it doesn't affect your energy level or your, because to keep your energy up, you have to, the food and the, the work and exercise that helps keep your energy up. And um, when you're eating, you still get your proteins and your um, all that. If you're low in your vitamin B for not eating the meats, then you, you can supplement it if you have to. And once you keep being active and um, you're eating properly, because to me, the, um, the lentil, as you mentioned, you make a lentil loaf and you think you're eating a meatloaf mm. because it has the carrots and the lentils and, and um, all the veggies in it. So it, it's like you're eating a meatloaf and you get your proteins from the lentils and all the roughage from your other veggies. And so, and um, I, I think it's... Um, I'm doing pretty well without yeah. yeah, and she she looks amazing. That has in you know, her skin is like amazing. I'm yeah. telling you, I'm looking at it right now. Mm. And I love I'm gonna tune in on one of the things you said because you, what I hear you say is that energy is doesn't come from meats, right? Yeah. It comes from fueling your body with the nutrients it needs, mm. it comes from staying mm. active, it yes. comes from getting enough sleep. So it comes yes. from different things. So it's not necessarily that you're going to lose, lose. energy. The energy. question is, you can eat meats and still be poorly, poorly nourished. nourished. And the other thing you said was roughage, which is fiber, y'all, for we all don't know what that means. <laughs> um, because it's, it's, it's super important. Like fiber has been shown to be really, really important, not just to keep you regular. And we do talk about you know, yeah, staying regular, regular bowel movements. Yes. It, you know how uncomfortable it is it's when, when you're really not able to do it. that. But it mm -hmm. also is about colon health and we're finding out about it. brain health and all the other things mm -hmm. that plants mm -hmm. have that they're able to give us. Uh, so if we exclude them from our diets, then it's going to be an issue. Yeah. So if you guys are following and listening along, what I, you just know that we're also going to do some, uh, we, we, she's, while she's here, we're going to do some cooking too. So look out for that next. Um, but one of the things that I also wanted to, to talk about, and I'm trying to cram so, so much, much in this little, little short space of time is that I wanted to talk, totally change, um, topics, uh, is about, stress because one of the things we talk about a lot is like as we get older it seems like our stress level should go down like you know we should be at a place where we've done all of it we've raised kids really? we've now retired from jobs mm -hmm. and all of this stuff but the truth of the matter is that doesn't always happen so kind of leaning into what you said before like energy doesn't just come it doesn't come from eating the meats it comes from your habits and stuff like that and everybody who knows i'm a big proponent 
uh, finding ways to handle overwhelming stress. We're not talking about stress that keeps you motivated and alert and all of that, like overwhelming chronic stress that can impact like multiple health factors along with, yeah. it's, a, it's a step in, in being healthy, right? So like, how, how do you manage that? And, and we're, gonna, we're not gonna say that we can all have no stress. No That's stress not a possibility. Not it's like the way we cope with Good, it. Right. So I like to do deep breathing and meditation Vision. and things like mm -hmm. that. Do you mm -hmm. find those things to be helpful for you? Oh, very helpful. Very helpful. Because I'm a warrior. <laughs> I worry a lot about, about everything. And um, yeah, if, if um, uh, anything is, is happening if I'm um, overworked or if I, I, you have, okay, you're at work. I'm retired, so I'm not going through that anymore. But you're at work and you have a, a silly boss who, who wants to do silly things and you want to be respectful at the same time. So you just hold everything in. And uh, when you get out of there and you get home and you find that it's bothering you so much that it, it's stressing you out. So um, my uh, go-to is that I learned from you is meditation. And it's so powerful. And um, I will get home and put on my meditation music and just sit and relax and Form, do some affirmations on yourself and, and all that. But not to say that I'm free of stress. It, it still comes when I let things get to me. But then I just fall into my meditation routine or take a walk or something or listen to some inspiring music gospel music, mm -hmm. whatever inspires you, mm -hmm. and, um, and that will calm me down. Yeah, so yes. it's really, nobody's saying that stress goes away forever, right? Forever. Because it yeah. doesn't, but he, yes. he, here's an analogy that everybody can get. You don't brush your teeth like once in your life and it's clean forever, forever. Right? right? So right. plaque keeps right. coming, right. bacteria right. keep coming, right. you're still at risk of getting cavities and et cetera, et cetera. So, so right. stress management is kind of like the same thing. You just yeah. don't do it once. Once. And right. you never expect to be stressed out again. Right. And there's one thing that you do. So the fact that you've kind of um, leaned into meditation, she's, you said several things, right? You right. talked about meditation. And if you feel, if people out there feeling that meditation is not for them, it doesn't have, have to, to look, look like, like that. that. Meditation yeah. can look like prayer. Yes. Meditation yes. can look like you talked about, like, affirmations like just yeah, being yeah. in the moment like walking in nature yes. is yes. is just allowing yourself and your body that complete just letting go and relaxation thing and thoughts will come oh, yes. let's talk about that because meditation and thoughts people think that meditation you don't think about anything you, you do so it's, it's it's allowing that thought to kind of go right it's just it's the thought comes and, you know, and that's why many people like give up on it because they're right. like, I can't stop thinking. Yes. yes. So it's not about that. It's, it's not about that. And, and you have to focus on the, the, the positive thoughts that coming in. And I don't know for everyone, but when I really get into meditation and my body is relaxed, I can hear uh, voices like vo a voice telling you um, you should relax you should um, 
thing, yes, your main thing, just when things like that come to you, you just say, pass on it, pass on it, or, or let it go, let it go. And you, you letting go those thoughts that are negative, and then you, you leave space for those positive thoughts to come in. And then, you, you know, it calms you. For me, that's how. <laughs> yeah, it's different it. for everyone. Yes. It's different yes. for everyone. When you're getting in that space of alignment and that space of actually allowing yourself to kind of um, hear, your, we all have a connection to whatever it is that you what want to call, call it, it, right? There, I mean, you can call it your inner voice. You so can call it intuition. You can call it a higher power. You yes. can call it a universal energy. energy. You can call it God. Yeah. You can call yeah. it Allah. Mm-hmm. You can call it many, many, many things. things. And so yeah. this is a place, this is a no judgment zone mm-hmm. as to what, yeah. but it's just getting into that space yes. of yeah. just yes. knowing that, you know, we all are part of this huge thing. And mm-hmm. so allowing ourselves to kind of relax into that. Mm-hmm. So I, I love that. And I, I, you know, there are studies that talk about meditation and, and blood pressure. And people think mm-hmm. there's only one way to treat blood pressure, blood right? Because yes. blood pressure, in my opinion, unless it's caused by a tumor in your mm-hmm. adrenal mm-hmm. glands or, or some sort of a disorder like that, like most other chronic things, there are multiple, 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 multiple contributing factors to it. Mm-hmm. And so oftentimes with anything, we tend to address one factor, one factor. and yeah. not the, the other, other factors. Yeah. So then what happens is that it becomes imbalanced and we start depending yeah. on this one yeah. thing to do yeah. The job of the other things that need to be yes. addressed. And I feel that's kind of what getting older is about is kind of learning that and the wisdom of that. And I don't think in this society that perhaps we kind of embrace the wisdom of getting older, older. enough, the appreciation so, of it. And it's not that we don't appreciate our younger folks. Of course, of course we do. But we cannot be dismissive of all the things that we've learned and accumulated along, um, along the way. So I don't know if we have any more time. It's the time might be up, but one of the things I wanted to, to, um, to talk about is let's just talk. I know I seem to be jumping around a lot, right? But this is like, you know, we're talking about getting old. And one of the things we obsess about is the way we look, right? Yes. And one of the things that obsessively, um, is, is graying of the hair that seems to be like a thing. Um, and the truth is right now, there are a lot of people who are getting hair that's grayer in their twenties, in their thirties, when they're much younger Mm -hmm. and, and there's the compulsion. Now I feel that it should be like choices and I don't feel that we should judge each other's Uh, choices about it. So I know that you decided to, you know, let go of all of the the dying and all of that stuff some time Mm -hmm. ago. Like what made you decide to do that? Well, uh, I worked with um, a good friend and um, with this lady at work, we became good friends. And she had the most beautiful gray hair and she was grayed. Her whole head was gray, but it was so beautiful and shiny. And one day I told her, I said, I can't wait for my hair to look like yours. It's so beautiful. And, um, but then I was still coloring mine because you'll have a little gray hair, a little gray hair, a little gray. 
popping up in places. And um, I kept coloring it. And one day I said, oh, it's, it's coming out more. I'm just going to leave it and let it come out. And now um, I love it. So you find it like less... I love that you say you love the way it is. Like how much less work is it uh, or to not have to think about all of that all, all of the that. time? Uh, well, one to me, and I could be wrong, but one to me is um, whatever goes on your skin goes in your body. Mm. And, and then I start saying, okay, what's in these color, hair mm -hmm. color that is affecting my mm -hmm. skin in whatever uh, reason on my body. And uh, at the time when I was um, coloring, I, I didn't think about that. Right. But as you right. get older, you start yeah. wondering, oh, you know, this is falling apart. This right. is falling apart. Right. This is coming up. What is this doing to right. my body? Right. And um, that's when I decided, okay, it's just going to stop. And the, the the thing with me is once I decided something, I just Do jump it. in. Both feet. Both feet. Yeah. And then, um, yes, instead of, oh, let me do it once a day, right. I just jump in both feet when I get the, the idea to do something. Yeah. I love that because I feel like getting older should be about embracing who you are, what makes you feel good. It shouldn't, it, it, it should let go of things that make you feel bad about yourself that you feel a compulsion to. Um, uh, what I always say, if you want to color, color that well, makes you that feel makes good. You feel better, if it's making you feel bad yeah. and then revisit it. Right. So it's just, right. as we get older, I feel that just embracing and embracing who you are doesn't mean, it means different things to different, different. to different people, right? right? And so, yes. you know, loving yourself, you know, you know, when you feel so loved, you know, if, you yeah. know when you feel yes. nourished yes. and are you doing yeah. those things yes. in order to feel yes. that? And are you doing this for you or you're doing this for what someone else is going to say? Yeah. For someone is saying yes. it to you. Yes. So is it because yes. is it your choice? Is somebody else's right. choice? Right. Like, why are you yeah. um, doing it? Yes. So if you want to find out what I do to my hair, you're going to tap tune into another episode. I have loved, loved having this conversations. I learned some things that I didn't even know about. And so hopefully you too have learned some, uh, some things as well. Uh, if you want to continue, please subscribe to our podcast and listen to it. Also, uh, visit our membership page, dr.udine.com and click onto a membership and explore that a little bit more. And this has been one of the most fun conversations I've had on my podcast. And so tune in next time when we will meet again. Remember, this is Dr. Udine asking you to keep it healthy, keep it simple. Bye-bye. Okay.